Yo, how awesome it is to have you all here with us. Welcome to Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. This is a weekly podcast where we discuss movies, TV shows, music, or anything we think you guys might like to listen to. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to our podcast and email us any suggestions that you have for us at gopressplay2 at gmail.com or DM us via Instagram at pressplayar. That's gopressplay, the number two at gmail.com and pressplayar on Instagram. We have a lot to share with you all on this awesome episode. We're going to chat about several things over in quick news, which includes... MCU news, MCU news, excuse me, Prince Eric casting for the live action Little Mermaid, not whatever the hell ABC did the last week. <laughs> the screen reboot, oh my god, and more! More? Lots more! So, wait! The show continues with Riz filling you in about new music and DVDs that are out, and we play Six Degrees of Separation with our fact of the week. But first, quick news! Alright, so this is also our Thanksgiving episode, because I think this is being aired. No, that's Nova outside. Oh, this, yeah, uh, this is the uh, coming out, or premiering, not aired, uh, the day before Thanksgiving. Yep, so by this time... We hope that you're, you know, eating turkey and stuff like that, or, you know, by Thanksgiving you should... You should have yeah. listened to this by now. Yeah. But I mean, if you want a new Thanksgiving tradition, why not spend it with Augie and Riz? Exactly. So let's get to the uh, quick news. The top story we have uh, recently, MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, has re- rearranged some movie dates and added new ones. So between 2020 and 2021, we are looking at six motion pictures to hit theaters, including another eight between 2022 and 2023. So if you're following Marvel's MCU, or, well, Marvel CU, <laughs> uh, very closely, it means that there's five MCU for the possible Phase 5 titles, and that's on top of the three that we currently have. And rumors are uh, buzzing that we could get Avengers 5 and Deadpool 3. So they haven't announced uh, the titles of the, the well, new, new, new movies that are coming out yet? Uh, not yet. For sure we're getting a Black Panther 2. and uh, But for those future ones, the ones 2020 and 2023, I don't think so. I thought Black Panther turned to... Death. Wait, never mind. No. I forgot about the second one. Yes. He is back. He's back. He's After five years. Undusted. Yes, that was an awkward. Uh, moving on to more quick news. No. <laughs> uh, my question is that... <laughs> no. I think what's happening is that since the ink is drying on this contract, they're figuring out what type of character to use. So maybe the ideas of certain storylines are being thrown around and could be some shuffling going on with characters. Are there any MCU characters that you hope they introduce? The X-Men, yeah, of course. Uh, That's 
what us mutant and proud, which I kind of don't like that phrase. Mutant and proud? I never even heard it. From X-Men First Class, when Mystique tells Beast mutant and proud because he was trying to cure them. I haven't watched it that much. Okay. Not not as much as you. Well, Um, so... Yeah, that's uh, the main thing. Obviously, Fantastic Four as well, but, you know, things, a lot of things can happen in the next, as you can see, five years. Dang. Well, at least they have a plan going. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't announced, like, any movies. They don't have any. They haven't announced the movies that are coming out next year. Uh, next year are The Eternals and. Uh can't remember right and we're, we're never getting that other x-men movie are we which one the one that they that they shelved remember uh it was supposed to be like a horror oh new mutants new mutants supposedly it's coming out in april but nothing has been said about that it's been four years since it was originally supposed to, supposed to premiere. yeah right? i know mm-hmm. i'm i'm hurting to see that i really wanted to see it who who was the actor that was rumored uh, for Wolverine recently? Is that the Tyrion Erga or whatever Elton John? From, from, yeah, who played Elton John and he was in the Kingsman. I can see it, but I don't want another Wolverine. I really don't. I think we have had uh, Wolverine for seventeen years, where he was mainly the spotlight in all the movies, and I want the actual team. X-Men. I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, popularity wins out every time. It's it's Dawson's Creek with Katie Holmes, Joey Potter. She took over the show. It's Happy Days. Henry Winkler took over the show. It's Three's Company. Uh, Chrissy took over the show. Uh, it sucks for people that are like sitting there, hey... I want to see the normal people. You know, why can't Storm get a a, a solo movie herself? No, well, because everyone just, loves Wolverine. It's okay. just so more richer. Guys, turn on the X-Men animated series on Disney Plus right now, and you'll see that all the episodes is just the group of the X-Men. It's not just one person through the eyes well, I guess Jubilee is the the eyes of of the X Men and and I you know what I never I, I the X Men animated series was a little out of, after my time I was more into the Batman animated series I guess I think that happened before it but I like that basically they created this character Jubilee to basically be the new person that introduces. The, like, people who aren't acquainted with the X-Men. Correct. Like, through her eyes, she meets everyone. So people that didn't know about the X-Men before, like, learn about it through this new character. I think that was very clever. I agree. I agree. And, again, I I petition on Twitter to bring X-23 in replacement for Wolverine if they want to use... Someone like Wolverine. That would be cool. That would be badass. And everyone loves that actress and her portrayal. Daphne King. Yeah. She was amazing. She's in that new HBO uh, uh, movie or show. I know. With Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's right. Yeah. That's great. Cool. So the next thing we're going to talk about is a new casting for the live action Little Mermaid, Jonah Hauer King. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. He has been cast as Prince Eric. 
and I am as impressed and intrigued as watching paint dry. Yeah. Uh, like, Meh. It, he looks like Eric. It doesn't... It really doesn't matter to me. I was... I wasn't impressed with who they're considering to direct the movie. The guy that did Mary Poppins 2. And I was so disappointed with Mary Poppins 2. Uh, oh. Uh, I'm not it, sure. It, is it... Uh, the only thing I don't like about this casting is Melissa McCartney as Ursula. Is it is that confirmed? Or yes. I thought she was still in talks. Well, if I she's in talks, someone talk her out of it because <laughs> yeah. that role was not made with a white woman in mind. It was made with a, a drag queen of color in mind, correct? Well, it, it was, was modeled off, off of, of Divine. Divine, yes. How funny would it be if they just got a drag queen to do it? Why not? I I, I agree. It or, would be fantastic. Or somebody, but not Melissa McCartney. This doesn't have to mean and like she's a bad actress, but it's like... It goes back to, we've discussed this, Will Smith movies, Will Smith always plays the same character. Jim Carrey always plays the same character. You know, it, 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 instead of, it's going to be Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, not Melissa McCarthy playing Ursula. Do you understand? Yes. Like, she's not going to be playing a role. It's just going to be, you know, her shtick. And, you know, I have to see it. It was, Everything it was my introduction to, well, not, not, I'm not fine. really my introduction to the Disney World, but it was, it, 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 it got me obsessed with Disney movies back then. It was the first one. Um, by the way, uh, the director that they're considering is Rob Marshall, who ruined Mary Poppins for me. Aww. I was, I, well, not, not the original, but I was so disappointed with that movie. I, cu- I couldn't finish it. Uh, I'm glad we didn't go see it in the theater. Uh, they got to the part where they, they were doing a dance about, or dance and, a dance number about, uh, lighting, uh, lampposts. And I'm like, yes. this is exactly like the first, the first one. They're they're just literally copying the first one. It's Home Alone two it's all over again. Basically, copy paste. Yeah, like <laughs> instead of chimney sweeper dance, it's a it's a light uh, lamp lighting dance, and I I shut it off. I couldn't finish it. I uh, Emily Blunt, I think, played the role a little too stern, um, and a little too cold for me. It's like. Come over here, children. Stop. Wipe that smile off your face. And it's like, but that but then is then impressive. Thank you so much. But then Julia Roberts would give like a little wink, and I didn't see any like knowing wink from Emily Blunt. And I Julia feel like Robert, <laughs> uh, Julie Andrews. Zanky, <laughs> uh, go over there. Julie Andrews uh, gave a little, you know. Would give a like a little wink, like there was warmness about Julie An- Julie Andrews' performance as Mary Poppins, and I didn't feel any warmness from Emily Blunt, and I love Emily Blunt. Well, it could go either way. We can really like it, or we can really hate hate it. Uh, Disney is very hit and miss with their live action slash CGI reboots or remakes, yeah. so we'll see about that. Um, the next since you said the first two, can I say this one? Yay! All right, the next one, and, well, you know I'm going to want to see this one, he Ugh. says in sarcasm, Nicolas Cage is going to play Nicolas Cage, where Nicolas Cage 
tries to be in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Well, let me just tell you, that's three too many Nicolas Cages for me. So, (laughs) I don't know about this. This reminds me of... A modern being John Malkovich. I just mouthed mal- off yes. being John Malkovich. It's like that. And then not only that, a younger version is going to... A younger version of Nicolas Cage is going to be like his Jiminy Cricket throughout his 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 search to try to be in Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I, I might have made this clear in the past... I'm not a big fan of Nicolas Cage's acting. I'm sure he's a fantastic person, you know, but God help me if I, I only like them in National Treasure. Those are good movies, uh, and I could tolerate him in that. But he he doesn't he he's a kind of a one note actor. And do, do you think it's the face? No, it's something about his shoulders. Like he he acts with his his shoulders, you know. Which bugs me, and, and he has like a, a something with his voice that he does. I don't know, but I, I bet you they'll pat they'll cast Pat Patricia Arquette to play the female version of Nicolas Cage in this movie and make it like a the Trinity of of evil. Go. <laughs> I guess. I mean, uh, I don't think I will watch this. I mean, uh, it would have to get really good reviews for me to consider to, seeing yeah. it on Netflix. <laughs> to consider seeing it on Netflix. I'm, I'm being honest, uh, 100%. Like, if, if people say, oh my gosh, you have to see this movie, it's five stars, you know, you, you have to be curious It has and revolutionized it film industry. Yeah, you have, you have to, like, but I can't. I, I can't go go pay money to see Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage trying to play Nicolas Cage in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah. I uh, can't. I can't. I it, I, I want to kill myself thinking about it. Yep. Yeah, so, no. I no. apologize for that. For I'm sorry. saying I want to kill myself. But talking about National Treasures, uh, there's talks that it might be a part three for Disney+. Plus. Will they get Nicolas Cage back? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that sucks. But it's like how you say these know, are, are these these are the movies that producers oh. or executive thinks that won't get any big pull in the theaters. Pop oh. them in the freaking yeah. streaming. Services. No, I, I'm I'm joking. I think I I would be I'd be there for that. I National Treasure was a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if I ever saw the sequel, but I do remember really liking the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, wasn't Mark Ruffalo in in it? Or was it? No, Mark Ruffalo wasn't in. Or it might have been this guy in this movie that, or this trailer that we're about to review, Michael Pena. No, it was. Nova's uh, out there. Oh, Nova's such a sweet girl, but she needs to learn how to go to the bathroom outside. Yeah, that's our foster dog. Uh, we got her a while back. A few weeks ago, she's she's. She's you know, good, very she's loving, so and she has uh, given our lazy-ass dogs a run for their money because she's a firecracker, uh, and she she just, she's good. She just needs to be potty trained. She, she's full of energy. Justin Bertha, Diane Kruger, John Boyd. Oh, yeah, he Sean played his father. <laughs> Harvey Keitel. Christopher Plummer. Oh, Yeah. <sighs> Alright. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen this. I'd have to see it see it again. I like Diane Kruger. She's cool. Justin Bertha's awesome. I like as well. her. I like her as well. 
So the next news that we have is something that you probably might be looking forward to. A possible Scream reboot is in the talks, in it's, the woodwork. It's not possible. They're, it's basically greenlit. We just don't, at this point, we don't know <sighs> who's what, in it. Yeah, or What's what it's form about? it's going to take. Like if it's going to be Scream 5 or if it's going to be a Scream reboot or scream remake so this is your franchise that you love besides buffy the vampire slayer this well this is my the my big movie franchise of my of my life and i guess my life you like some people have star wars some people <laughs> have you know my brother nick has rocky and and uh there's a godfather one. not the godfather oh my god but, Today... no, but rocky's is number one We'll, we'll talk about that. Your yeah. whole family freaking attacked me today. Well, you, you got to be careful what you say. You you can't just say that you 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 you, you don't like the or you never watched The Office. They yeah, freaked out. They all had a like breakneck reaction. They're like Richard. Uh, we may be changing our mind about this guy. <laughs> I almost I mean, left and it, waited for Richard for Riz in the car. I'm not over exaggerating. <laughs> And the more I talked, the more I made a fool of myself. Oh no, you didn't. Well, you in didn't the sense that there were other movies that I didn't, I haven't watched. Well, there's that... there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with with growing up without the someone else's culture. You know what I mean? There was there's a ton of stuff that you you you've seen and you've watched that I've never saw, and you're like, yo, I can't believe you haven't seen that, and, and vice versa. Yeah, and you don't judge someone on that. It's just as I know. Long, as long I know as they we're, were both, just messing with me. As long as we're both open, you know, and be like, not, I can't believe you didn't see that, but I can't wait to show you this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. with Buffy, I could not wait to show you Buffy. You know what I mean? And there's a ton of other stuff that I want to show you, and there's I'm sure a ton of stuff that you want to show me, um, like the X Men show that we're we're watching, and I'm I'm really impressed with it a lot. It's 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 fun. I mean, a lot of it I'm watching in the background, kind of, um, but I'm enjoying it. I, I was never really into it. I I remember liking the theme song a lot. Who who doesn't? It's yeah. the '90s Saturday morning cartoon. Theme song. Wow. So this the whole the whole thing about Scream was it Miramax that originally no new dimension was it Dimension that originally did Scream? The I think studio? it was Dimension. Uh, that was uh oh, an arm of the Weinstein Company, and obviously Mr. Weinstein isn't in good standing uh, anymore, and it went bankrupt, and the rights went to this new company. Uh, who I will call Spyglass, and they are. They sound familiar. They're going full forward with with bringing it back, and the latest news, or as of six days ago, is that they're actively pursuing Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and David Arquette to return. So, so possible continuation. Yeah, they want to do do an actual Scream Five, and uh, they're. I'm assuming that all three of them are going to be like, where's the money? You know what I mean? I hope that they take the route of what Killer Clown of Outer Space were trying to do for their sequel was have these characters as like people living in town, but it's not really like about them anymore. It's about like these the new generation. Yeah, your that's, face but, is not liking it. But that's what that's that was the premise of Scream Four. 
they were introducing the new high school kids and the older people were kind of fading still there. The not not fading. That's what they wanted us to think going into Scream 4. But I don't I don't like the fact that Nev Campbell is pushing 40 or is 40 means they have to get a new young ingenue. Like Halloween star Jamie Lee Curtis. You know? Why why do they have to like get um what um whatever uh what's her name Zendaya to come in and be be the the Sydney 2.0 of the new generation they don't need to do that a 40 year old actress can be a scream queen can still be a scream queen and I that's what I want I don't want to, I, get I, don't, you. I don't want and you're generation. right and you're we right. should we need to rewatch scream 4 so to to remind you of because that's that's what they wanted us to think they were doing when we walked into Scream 4. And um, and they had me hook, line, and sinker in in that sense. I I think I said previously that if they ever did do a Scream 5 that they're... And I do hope they take chances. I don't want the the Golden 3 to, to stay safe. The, the best thing about Scream 5 was when, when Randy was killed because... Scream 5? Excuse me, Scream 2 <laughs> was when, when Randy was killed. Not that I hated uh, Jamie... Uh, whatever his name was. I what Jamie, Jamie Kennedy? Jamie Kennedy or the character Randy. It, it just... It made it a movie. It made it something other than... Well, you know, here's the three main characters that are definitely safe, and then eight new characters that are all definitely going to die, which have, which is basically what the last two screen sequels were. So, you know, not that I don't love David Arquette and Courtney Cox, but one of them's got to go in the next one to keep it interesting. Yeah, uh, and I we'll hope see. it's David Arquette out of those two. We'll see what happens. Yeah. The awesome. next thing we have is uh, we've been watching The Mandalorian. We're an episode behind, and I, we were trying to figure out the timeline, and we had to like look it up because I like I like a lot of people on the internet thought that it was Baby Yoda. You know, it was it was Yoda. So, but that's not the case. You found the article with the timeline. Where where does this take place? Uh, I don't remember. I believe it's after. The Return of the Jedi, so that would have been after the third, uh, night the nineteen eighty. So it'll be before Rogue One. It it would be after Yoda dies in Return of the Jedi. So it could like this this little baby Yoda species could be Yoda's child because everyone's connected. But if not, then you get what, what your wish that there's no like concrete connection between the the, the old movies and yes i'm not series i've never watched the original star wars and that was that was a case of consternation tonight as well (laughs) yeah that was a big issue tonight with your whole entire family even even claire looked at me (laughs) disappointingly remind me to say something after but go ahead um but when you have these movies that they want to expand the universe, uh, I just don't want... I didn't want a connection to the Skywalker saga or to this whole entire story of Star Wars that we know today. 
And when I found out that it was, or I thought it was uh, the Baby Yoda, I'm like, damn, like, there has to be that one string attached to it in order yeah. to pull people over. Like, can't they just, you know, just do their own thing, organic it, part of the other side of the universe? It's hu- a huge galaxy. There's got to be a, lo- a lot of other characters. So know, hopefully it doesn't take it that route. So you um you mentioned that you never saw these movies, but you you have an idea. I think in the in a previous in a previous podcast you mentioned that through pop culture you know like all the main Correct. stuff. Correct. Yes. Basically through the Family Guy. Yeah. Uh, parodies. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, I probably it was the same thing with Jaws for me. Uh. And I, 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 I sat down, and I'm sure I saw Jaws when I was younger, but I couldn't remember any of it. And I sat down, and I'm like, I'm finally going to sit through this. It was on Netflix. This was a, couple, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I got, like, maybe a quarter of the way through, and the Family Guy parody, like, I, it, it kind of ruined it for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, this, this sucks. Like, Family Guy ruined this, this movie for me. So, thank you, Seth MacFarlane, for ruining old movies for us. You rock my socks off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a great picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's nice. Uh, the next thing we have is the Snyder Cut. Justice League Snyder Cut has been resurfacing over and over again. And finally, Gal Gadot and uh, Ben Affleck has weighed in. And by resurfacing, you mean that the the campaign to get it released has, has resurfaced. Yes, correct. Thank you for, for clarifying that. And sure. they both are in for it. They want to release the, the Snyder Cut. What did you think about it? I think you're one of the few people who actually enjoyed this Justice League movie. Not the few. <coughs> it's I, 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 I Like I said before... It, it didn't live up to, like, Marvel... There's there's worse reviewed Marvel movies, you know what I mean, than, than Justice League. But people put Marvel and DC in, in this weird competition, and if it doesn't do, like... If it doesn't do, like, Marvel sales, you know, they're like, this, this sucks. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh... But I would like to see what Zack Snyder's vision... I, I forget why he didn't finish it. I think his child uh, passed away. And Damn. he couldn't finish it, so he had Joss Whedon finish it for him. Okay. I... Yeah. Like, Joss, Joss Whedon was supposed to take over the DC Universe for like a, a half a second, wasn't he? Yeah, and there was that whole scene where... That was one of the first... Uh, I don't want to say controversy, but the first, like, uh, sore thorn from DC fans felt was there was the scene where Flash lands on Wonder Woman. And he's like, oh, the breast. And, you know, it was very high school. Yeah. That was all Eden. Yeah, I know. Uh, Uh, The guy... I, I can't, like really no one's perfect i guess he gave he gave us buffy but a lot of his stuff is very 
amateur, not amateurish, uh, childish, I guess. And let he, us know he, what you guys think. He, he says that he's a champion of women and he is in a lot of ways, but also sometimes he's not. <laughs> and there was the whole thing. Well, I'm not going to get into his personal life. Yeah, no, no. Let's not. We're we just want. Uh, yeah, I would like to see it personally. If just give it to the fans. I mean, Why not? these it, fans are loyal. They're committed, and they're very passionate. And so, we're sitting here with money it. in our hands, wanting to watch this movie. So you know, it's a way to make money. Just have like release it, even if it's just digital. You're making money that way. So whoever owns DC movies, is it just DC? Warner Brothers. Uh, WB, come on. Don't do me wrong, WB. <laughs> you I gave like the us Dancing Frog. I like the Dancing Frog. Uh, now, the next topic we are going to talk about is one that's super controversial. It has been circling the media recently. And people from Chris Evans, Dylan Sprouse, and Zelda Williams are not too happy about it. There's a movie coming out uh, called Finding Jack. And Finding Jack is a war movie. And that's not the controversial part of this whole story. Uh, One of the actors being cast in it is... uh, James Dean. And, and uh, yes. some of you may or may not know, but James Dean passed away 65 years ago. So, how? Simply by CGI. Uh, the family of James Dean or his estate has given the director and the producers or who's ever behind Finding Jack the okay to use him uh, as to be in the movie. And I, I wouldn't call it okay. They basically sold sold his... <laughs> Image. His image, yes. Which, uh, and it, this is, is not creepy as fuck. This is not a, a lead role. It's for a supporting role, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and let, let's be honest, I think they've done stuff where, I mean, Forrest Gump had like a CGI JFK, you know, talking to him. Uh, and I, and there was like, but it was like stupid cameos. You know what I mean? But this isn't going to be a cameo. This is a supporting role. He's going to be in a lot of the movie as a, an actor. Well, where was everyone's outrage when they CGI'd that Star Wars character? The old man for, for Rogue One? Uh, the old, that he had the concave cheeks? Well, he was a general? Well, in that case, <coughs> excuse I, me. I guess I was okay with it because it was... A previous character like the actor played the character previously okay. it wasn't it wasn't a new like here's a new movie starring james dean 65 years after his death it was it was and they did the same thing for carrie fisher and technically carrie fisher passed away before that movie yeah uh came out um and she was in that movie as well and that wasn't that wasn't her um what people don't like is, which I agree with, is it's very unethical. It's it's deteriorates the the foundation of of movie of Hollywood, and it's gonna be difficult for real actors to get jobs because if you're always competing with a twenty year old Brad Pitt, how are you ever going to get a role? Yeah. And that it, I'm sorry if they don't put nip a butt in it, that will be the future. That, we're, yeah, we're there gonna will... be seeing Angelina Jolie playing 
you know, everyone forever if they don't nip it in the bud. And they, and some actors may want to sell the rights to their image or, and leave leave their family a nice whatever. But I think Robin Williams himself, uh, you said, you, you mentioned Zelda Williams was one of the people against it, like yeah. strongly against it. And Robin Williams had, had in his will that his image is, is never used in that way. And not only current actors and actresses, but they can just create anybody. I'm not happy with the, with the, the actor's estate deciding that. That should be something, something that someone decides for themselves before they pass away. Yeah, I agree with you. We'll keep you posted on that, how that goes, or probably, maybe not. <laughs> um, Uncharted is a wildly popular game for the PlayStation 4. I have played it. I played one, two, th- 1 through 3, and I haven't played Uncharted 4. It is a... I think I remember watching you play it. It's... Yeah. Uh... Yeah, you were like in in a in a castle, right, and shooting people. Correct. And you kept going over the same thing over and over because you kept dying. That was fun to watch. Well, you don't have to put me out like that. God. It, it was fun to watch, though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Uncharted is a a game, a shooter game where you play like a explorer slash adventure, very Tomb Raider, and it's going to be remade or made. I'm sorry, not remade. Or made into a movie starring Tom Holland as Nathan Drake, which I think is horrible casting. Uncharted? Uncharted. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. This thing says nothing about Tom Holland. No, because the oh. news is Mark Wahlberg is cast as Sully. Who's but, Sully? but Mark Holland would be the main character? Tom Holland. Tom Who's Mark Holland? Um, I don't know. Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland is <laughs> so. So Holland. excuse me. Tom Holland would be that. They would make a cute, cute kid. Oh no! I don't like. Um. So Tom Holland would play the main character, the guy that that, that I saw continue to be shot up. Oh, yes. When you were playing it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is will probably and here's you know will probably make. Ten times more money than Tom Holland. Yeah, and not say that, anything. That's what happens. Um, but... They should just, like, fuck it. You know, gender swap uh, Sully and, and have it be Michelle Williams. Every every Mark Wahlberg role should go to Michelle Williams from now on. I will co-sign on that. Now, Sully in the game is a older man. A father figure, if you would say. And Nathan Dr- Drake, I would say he's like... A man in his 30s, no, like 20s in his 30s, but he's like 5'11, 6 feet tall, kind of athletic built. So they're basically shaving about 20 years off of both of the characters. They're young, youngifying. Is that how you want to? Is that can you call it? Um, both characters completely ageifying, no, um, de aging, de aging, I guess. These two characters immensely and i think that's so fucking ridiculous because there's these playstation 4 ads where they use like this random actor to Doesn't advertise usually look Drake. like which one looks like ben affleck is that the one i'm thinking of maybe Charter? yeah yeah i i would see a much younger ben, ben affleck. affleck but play again that 30s guy. not not early 20s like uh like, like I just got out of high school. I'm gonna freaking explore Mayan temples. Come oh, on, get can the you imagine fuck what that's out of gonna here. Be like. 
um, I would I would see it maybe because you like the games because I yeah because I played the games but I'm not too thrilled of Mark Wahlberg being cast really in anything I, he's not my favorite actor so I can couldn't care less another one of those people that 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 doesn't know how to play a different role other than who they already are. What's that? Squint, squint eyebrows, uh, beady eyes, confused. That's, that's his, his go-to look. And he makes millions over, you know, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. You want to go talk about the next one? I know I've been going over these quick names. So apparently, uh, has this been announced? The mask reboot? It's been, I want to say it's been in talk and it's going strong. So apparently there's going to be two different sequels for The Mask. One, which will be a continuation of the original series. Yes. Uh, starring Jim Carrey. And the other will be a female-led sequel um, to, with, you know, a female that is to be cast. Hopefully it's not Melissa McCarthy. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I would be really upset. Um, Michael Richardson is the co-creator and says he's working closer on a much darker version. Now, both are... Kate oh. McKinnon. I'd be okay with Kate McKinnon. Oh, oh my God. That's such a great casting. That, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I should be a cast. Now, they're both going forward. <laughs> up, 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 up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I should be a casting director, and they're both going forward on the movie. Uh, but their main focus is on the Jim Carrey movies, so they're fine. putting uh the female led sequel on the back burner for now. But that is okay That'd to be go. Awesome. Uh, Courtney Cox was in the original. I, I can't remember if she was in, in number two. Are Are you sure you're not thinking about Cameron Diaz? I believe Courtney Cox was in The Mask. As uh, a cameo? Or am I thinking of Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura. A- Courtney Cox was in Ace Ventura, excuse me. Right? Both Jim Carrey movies? Well, uh, so I wasn't, I was in the right studio. I was in the I mean, not both can ch- Jim Carrey Studios. Yeah, it was Courtney Cox movies. I meant both movies starring Jim Carrey. You know, I wasn't a big, there was a Mask sequel, right? Son of Mask with Jamie Kennedy, I want to say. That's right. Jim Carrey wasn't in, in Son of Mask. No. All right. Um, I honestly, I'm going to be honest and, and tell you that I really didn't like The Mask. <laughs> uh, it was, it came around my, my childhood time and I found it very, very funny, very, I was okay with it. I only saw it a couple times, I rem- not as an adult. I remember like a cringeworthy, uh... Mexican dance scene that even as a kid or as a younger adult, well, I don't know when it came out, I was like, wow, this is, this is just awful. I, I want, I, I can't, I can't with this movie. Um, but I, I do like, I do like the idea of a female led sequel. And the idea that it's a much darker version of a mask. I can, I can see that very Dick Tracy slash, <coughs> Excuse me, uh, Watchmen, not Watchmen, but you know what I mean. I see. All right, I'm I'm down. Let's you know you heard it here first. Kate McKinnon, female led mask. We are petitioning that. Uh, Netflix has 
release a very small teaser of a show that I am looking forward to. I'm looking forward to too, and I meant to watch the teaser, and I never did. I'm oh, so sorry. Well, you can watch it now while I talk about it. Okay. AJ uh, and the Queen stars RuPaul Charles, who I am very ashamed to say this, but I did not know that that was her actual birth name. I, I, I'm I shocked that I knew that and you didn't. Yeah, I follow or I listen to her podcast, What's the Tea with with Michelle, Michelle Visage. And it's actually what inspired you to create a podcast, isn't it? Her and Nicole Byers, Nicole Byers. Why Won't You Date Me? And... The podcast that she co-hosts um, with Sashir Zameda were, were that. Yeah, so I didn't know that RuPaul was her real name. And in the podcast, she said, I, I wish I didn't use my name. And I'm like, your name? Mm-hmm. You know, I thought maybe it was Paul or something. And it was one of those like... That's her stage name, and you, you yeah, hear you, it so much that you don't ask what's her biological. It's definitely a birth un- name. unique name, so a lot of people, I'm sure, think that's that that's her stage name. And it stars a little girl. The movie. Um, go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I, I just watched the teaser. It's thirty seconds. They, yeah. It was nothing. Like yeah. it was just uh, you know RuPaul on stage. Yes. In in nice dresses. Uh, S- so about a little girl? Yeah, and they just travel cross-country, and it's a very heartfelt comedy. I want to say it's a mix of, like, Tu Wong Fu with uh, Road Trip, I guess. I am so looking forward to it. I really like it. Uh, I liked everything from what Rupa has been talking about in her podcast. Uh, really looking forward to it. You too as well. I'm looking, yeah, uh... I'm looking forward to, to seeing what it's about. Maybe seeing more than whatever the hell I just watched on YouTube. I think it comes out in January. But how old is the little girl? Do you know? She, I want to say from the pictures and the promos I've seen, she's probably between like 9 and 11. It's going to be super cute. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be like uh, a little girl and her, her fairy god queen. It, I, yeah. Drag, her fairy drag yeah, queen. Yeah, and she's very androgynous to little girl. Cute. Which I like. Uh, I'm wow! I'm excited about that one. Now this week we don't have a movie to review because we are very chock full of things that we have to do in our real life. This yeah. is the week of Thanksgiving. My my uh, family came in from New York, uh, and uh, we're doing. We usually do this on Friday night. We're doing this like late on Sunday night. And we um, work the next day. <laughs> we had to get up at five in the morning the next day. So it's been hectically fun. I'm I'm thrilled they're here. I I you know I miss of course miss my brother and I would love for for him and the family to or to see them more often. I you know every time I'm 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 making it a point every time I I at least leave the kids. To give them a big hug because uh, I don't get to do that, you know, too often down here. They're so sweet. Because I miss them. Yeah. I miss all of them. Uh, Friday they came in and we went out to, where did we go? Oh, to Le Bar- 
some French restaurant where we have to find our own table. Oh my gosh, my cousin told me that I need to go to celebrate. Well, there's a whole other story, but and she's like, you need to go to Le Bananas. And I'm like, where the hell is that? And she's like, here, bro, where we're sitting right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and no it's it was cute. You basically, uh, it's a French place where you pick and choose your meats and your cheese and you form your own platter and then you buy your own booze from a refrigerator. You can buy it by the glass or actually buy the... By the bottle, and if we go back, I think I'd I'd want to do just like a like hang out and do a cheese plate and not uh, not get a grill. grill yeah, meal. yeah, me neither. I I agree with you. I liked it. It was a cute little place, and then we hung out, and then the next day we ha- went to your mom's seventieth uh, birthday, uh, dinner, which was yesterday. Yeah, we yeah we ran around a bunch with my niece, um, stores and stuff. And, you know, Mama Rita turned 70. I'm sorry Yay. for revealing her age. She's, she's, I mean... It's okay. She m- still knows how to move. Pe- people look at her and they're like, what? No way. There's no way she's selling. She she takes care of herself. She looks amazing. And she's full of life. Yeah, um, we went out to eat where we got really, like, stuck for valet for about 20 minutes. Yeah. There, there was understaff on a Saturday night and Sun- only... Oh, it's... Yeah, that's right. The history was Saturday. I don't and know only two valet people. I didn't know what was that process about. Uh, and then today we went... Uh, uh, I went with my, my brothers and one of my nephews to... And my dad to Top Golf. Uh, one of my brothers uh, did this whole thing. I guess it was a present. Like our birthday and Christmas present for like the next year from, from him. <laughs> It was a lot of fun, and I uh, won the first the first round. Um, I want to I, I want to call it the main round. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, your brother's <laughs> listening, so <laughs> by one point, I was I was kind of shocked myself. Uh, but you know, I, I was kind of if I want to be honest, having a crummy couple of days. So that kind of was a little bit of a lift off lift up because you know my dad kind of golfs a lot more than me i was really matt picked it up really fast matt like i thought he was gonna go up there because he's like all he's all he's ever done was well putt putt and he went up there and he like he, he was in the lead for a good while um and at nick had problems at first uh he was at the bottom, but his second round he did amazing, uh, and I was second to last. And my very last swing, I got one point ahead of him, and he was done with his swing. And <laughs> so I won, and Joe was third. Joe Joe did really well as well. I think he got the best distance for the oh, day. Oh, cool! That's awesome. And my dad, I think. I don't know. I I don't think it was his his element. I think he's better at a, at a driving range. He's the one that actually golfs every week. So, so actually, I guess trying to hit targets might not be like, best for him. Maybe or you know, I think he has a membership. So you know, uh, he he did well as well. He was always towards the middle, and of course, uh, Nick won the second round. Uh, but he did get a a little help from Matt. 
I mean, Nick would have won anyways, but Matt accidentally did his literally two of his best shots all night, but he forgot to change the name. Oh, so it no was way. it was for Nick. So those points went to Nick. So Ouch. it wasn't exactly that high, but Nick was still so high that he 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 destroyed us the second round. Awesome. And then I went with the ladies to brunch. We went to a restaurant uh, that had a really nice view of Miami. Your bro- your brother, as you mentioned, is from New York, and his wife Brooke wanted. A Miami view with cocktails. Ah. So I did my research and it was a cute restaurant in the middle of downtown. Uh, I think in the Brickell area on the 16th floor. And it What was, was it called? Area 51? Area 31. Area 31. Okay. And it's it was very cute. Uh, good portion of food. We talked and we got uh, just a lot of talking and getting to know you know, each other and... Yeah, that's probably, like, the first time that you got to spend time with, with, with them alone without me. Yeah, and it was just just refreshing to just hear the women of Ortiz speak. I'm always impressed by them. Uh, and... That's an amazing group of, of women. Yeah, and it was very relaxing, very chill. We all had... I had a, an omelet, a veggie omelet. Awesome. Well, and BTW, <laughs> you just saw my face. And I'm like, BTW, I had am- amazing sliders at Top Golf. Uh, something like bacon jelly. Man, oh, and, that's I, and awesome. I was full. So there's one in there for you. Unless, <laughs> unless you don't want it. No, you know? I'll probably take it for lunch tomorrow. Awesome. Uh, so the next thing that we have personally in our lives planned is just thanksgiving you have a bunch of pies to do in the next two weeks so yeah i'm pie man uh which means i make the pie (laughs) so uh great ones if i good good but this is this is a busy busy time for me uh so tomorrow i'm going to the stores and getting all the ingredients and then Tomorrow night and Tuesday, I want to finish all the pies and a couple cobblers. I'm doing a pumpkin chocolate chip, a pecan, pecan, and a cherry cobbler for for my my family's Thanksgiving, and then the peach cobbler, the peach cobbler, and the Kentucky Derby for for yours. Yeah, you have a more traditional Thanksgiving feast where I have a more Cuban, Cuban Latin. And, Thanksgiving and God help us, uh, man. We we do the two Thanksgivings every year, and I I love it. I you know, but the second one is more about the atmosphere because I'm so stuffed. It's it's impossible to go to to my my family's and not eat everything in sight because. Oh Whoa. <laughs> I'm into this. Into this. You are very uh, talking, passionate talking right now. Talking faster than my throat. <laughs> uh, because, you know, some of these, or most of these dishes, you know, I only get once a year. You know what I mean? And then, you know, for the, you know, leftovers for the next two weeks. Yeah. But, but so, I I try not to insult your mom, but I end up having, like, a small plate of stuff. And I feel bad, but... but I, I always tell her because she, we... We have downgraded. My sister have moved away. Mm-hmm. My brother is officially living with his girlfriend. And I am happily with you. And it's just 
her and and my and my dad and so this will be a smaller scale this year. So I yeah, and I told her don't go crazy, don't go you know and yeah, your mom's uh happy with me as long as I bring the cobbler. How do you say peach in in Spanish? Um, God, I'm entering my Spanish file in my brain, but when you know three languages, melocotón. That's peach. Yes. Wait, say it again. Melocotón. 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 Yes. For the longest time, <laughs> for the longest time, I thought that that was her nickname for me. Because every time she saw me, she would be like, Melocotón. Because she she wanted her How peach would she cobbler. Say it? How would... However you just said no, it. No, say it. She could say it. Say it. Richard. What? Richard. Melocotón. Melocotón. <laughs> And I thought I thought that was my 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 nickname. I'm like, hey, hey. Yes, I'm your melocotón. <laughs> melocotón, melocotón to you too. <laughs> but she uh, really likes my my peach cobbler, and and you know I'm I'm honored that that you know one of my my desserts is one of her favorites, and she makes one of my one of my favorite desserts is her rice pudding. She, it's perfect. The perfect amount of cinnamon and it's moist and you don't eat any of it. She makes these gigantic Ugh, plates. I don't like rice, rice pudding She makes all. these gigantic plates and I eat literally with, within like three days I eat the whole thing. It's amazing. And the reason you don't like uh, rice pudding is because you, you know, rice is more of a, uh. Like food food. <laughs> yeah. And you Who can't. uses that as like dessert? And I don't like the texture. I feel like it's like slimy maggots from the trash. And that makes it even better for me. <laughs> the next time I'm eating it, I'm going to imagine slimy maggots. Hot. Sweet, slimy maggots. Although we don't have a movie to review, we do have a movie trailer. Uh, the movie trailer we are going to talk about is Fantasy Island. It is going to be released February 14th, 2020. The cast includes Lucy Hale, Michael Peña, Maggie Q, Portia Doubleday, Charlotte McKinney, Kim Costa. And the director is Jeff Wadlow, who directed Kick-Ass 2. The synopsis to this story is the enigmatic Mr. Rurik makes the secret dreams of his guests come true at a luxurious tropical resort. But when dreams become a scary reality, the visitors must soon solve the island's mystery in order to escape with their lives. Because it would be kind of impossible to escape escape without their lives. Uh, this is a, I don't want to, I don't know if this is a reboot, remake, because it's, it's, well, it's based off of the, the show, it is, uh, it was, the show is obviously ahead of my time. Yeah, Um, I, I want to say. But I do know what the show is. The show was like, uh, what was the cruise one? Uh, love, 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 like a love boat type thing where there are different characters in each, in each, you know. Episode? Episode. Honestly, I don't remember the show much either other than, uh, than, what's his name? Uh, Tattoo? Yeah. Deep Lane! Deep Lane! Yeah. Um, but I know it wasn't a horror show. <laughs> I know that much. I know that Ricardo Maltabon wasn't, like, 
uh, fucking with the people and murdering them. I know that. I don't. I don't know what the original show is about, or no idea. The movie is being handled by Bloomhouse, who are the people oh, behind Get Out and what was that? Happy Death Day. Uh, and there you go. And the Purge. And, and that should explain a lot. Uh, so in this in this iteration of Fantasy Island, the people go to go to the island and they're allowed one fantasy, but they have to finish out the, th- the fantasy no matter what. Yeah. So, like, one of the girls wishes she can get revenge on a bully in high school. And, you know, the fantasy plays out where she ends up torturing or has to torture the bully. Um, and another one, I, I guess... Maggie Q lost well, her I daughter. I haven't seen her in a long time. I was, I was thrilled to Me see too. her. And Me I'm too. like, wait. Like, usually in in movies like this, it's always, like, the the 20, you know, the early 20-year-olds and Miss Maggie Q Is looks fantastic. killing it in the beach? Uh, that, might, that might have won me over to want to see this movie more than anything else. It, uh, it's a very cliché be careful what you wish for type scenario and there's nothing wrong with that um no i'm not i'm just pointing that out i I, I don't mind seeing it in the movie i agree that it's cliche but it it kind of looks it looks like a fun ride yeah to me the girl um i'm sorry to interrupt you uh from game of thrones is in it uh oh yeah no that's not her that's not no are you sure no yeah what's her name's uh friend her name is Emanuela. I thought that was her. No, and one thing talking about confusion, I know that we talked about Lady and the Tramp in our previous podcast that we review, and I said that Robert Downey Jr. was cameo in it. We are currently started watching it, and he's not in the movie. So I do apologize for that um, misinformation. Again, we are a very young podcast. What was the... I, I re-listened to one of the episodes, and we you you told me we we screwed up on the was it Shaq thing. For what? Remember, uh, I'm like Shaq, and you're and you said that he was in Shaft or something like it that. It was actually Shaft, and, I'm and like, oh yeah, and I'm like I said no. Shaq, and you're like oh that must be Samuel L. Jackson. And it it should have been Shaft, and it was it, and it, it actually whoever it was, it it wasn't Samuel L. Jackson at all. No, it was uh, the guy from the Matrix. So I can't, and and it's like this kind of racist thing that that people keep mixing yeah. these two older African American actors up. Lawrence and Fishburne. Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne. So we immensely apologize to both actors. It wasn't intentional. Yeah. Uh, sorry. No. Are you interested in seeing this movie? I. I yeah. Lucy Hill. Uh, BTW. She was in Scream Four. She oh. had. She was a cameo in Scream Four. So I'm excited uh, to rewatch that with you. Kim Coates. It sounds so familiar. I don't know anybody else besides Maggie Q and Michael Pena. Michael Michael Pena. Wait, which movie did he do? Like, he rebooted a movie, didn't he? Dora the Explorer. Oh, he was in Dora the Explorer. Yeah, he played Dora's dad. Uh, and the the girl from Desperate Housewives was the wife, right? Eva Langoria. A- Eva Langoria. Ooh, sorry. Uh, don't Eva. Eva, what? 
So, what about you? Are you interested in seeing it? Yeah, I'll see it in the movies. When does it come out again? Uh, oh, Valentine's Day. Day. We got plans. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not seeing this movie. We'll see it the following week. <laughs> uh, what are the new DVDs and movies that are out this week? So, new... Uh, do I... I don't remember. Do I start with movies or, movies. or music? Usually start with movies. So, the new movies, speaking of Dora, out on Blu-ray... Dora the Explorer, The Lost City of Gold. God, awful. Whatever the hell they decided to do to Dora. They should have sticked to a more juvenile. What the fuck? Okay, the, the, in the trailer where it, where she's sitting at the table and she all of a sudden turns to the camera and she's like, what do you think I should eat for breakfast? That was hilarious. That part was pretty funny. Uh, but what like Michael Bay does Door the Explorer. Yeah. What the fucking hell? Blinded by the light, the guy that becomes obsessed with uh Oh my god, I can't remember remember his name. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen songs. Uh that looks pretty cute. I might want to see that one day. Nothing too notable else. Something called Cold War um is out and a lot of uh other language movies. American Dreams, Catch 22. You know, nothing... Oh, the, I think the new season of The Handmaid's Tale is also on, on DVD. Oh, nice. Like. Uh, new music, a lot of new new music. Surprisingly, for this late in the game, you know, usually November, December, things kind of, you know, dry up as far as new music goes. Yeah. But uh, Beck just released a new album called Hyperspace. Ooh, I love Beck. Uh, you wanted to listen to this one. Coldplay's new album, Everyday Life. I'll probably listen to it on my way to work tomorrow. A post-hummus, humus, hummus, new album from Leonard Cohen, his final album called Thanks for the Dance. I actually read a little little bit about this. Uh, it's recordings from his final, final recording sessions, which did become another album. And he passed away after that, so his son, you know, put... He's not calling it... A, an album of unreleased b-sides he's calling it his final album like he's saying nice. he's saying that his father did want to do something other than just b-sides with with this set of songs yes so that's that's kind of awesome um there's something oh there's another music news that i i have to talk about in a second i will um and the and like i think i mentioned uh he's going by william patrick corgan billy corgan from the smashing pumpkin solo album oh, his third didn't he solo release album, a album? cotillions is out or was out on friday didn't friday. he release an album with the smashing pumpkin recently uh last year um the name of it is escaping me but it was last year oh okay. it was good it was a good album uh the the big music news it very interesting for both of our favorite artists um yeah my favorite artists in the world the cranberries they were nominated for, for their very first Grammy uh, for their final album, In the End. Uh, I was, like, my head exploded. I was shocked because, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, like, I mean, there wasn't really much internet. I don't know why or how Zombie wasn't nominated. That's literally the biggest female rock song ever. And yeah. it's, it's had legs. Um, I, and it might be when it was released because the cutoff for the Grammys, I believe is 
is the end of sep- September, and the single was released in, in August. So it, my theory is that when the, like, for 1994, it was too late in the game, and for 1995, it was too, too, wait, no, 19, yeah, it was too late in the game for 1994, and, and then it came out too early, like, when it hit big, more stuff came out after that for 1995. But just for as a reference, the the five nominees for best song in 1995 were none of them were zombie. Uh, in total on YouTube, their views total 50 million, and the cranberries are about to hit a billion with zombie. So the time time has been good to them and i i feel like i feel like them getting this nomination it's not necessarily about the final album even though it is a fantastic album it's one of it's up there with one of their top albums but it's i think it's it's recognizing the band and the the musical contribution that Dolores O'Riordan has given to the world. Absolutely. Uh, And, you know, to be able to call them a Grammy-nominated band, like, for so many fans, was so important because it didn't make any sense. So many people, like, every comment that I've read on on the news that since they were nominated was, how were they never nominated? You know? Like, they have three... You, mm. I, know, I know. Um, but in addition to that, your favorite band was nominated. Before we get to that, you guys can still help the cranberries by getting a billion views by going to YouTube and just watching Zombie on YouTube. Uh, and they can really use a push. So they're almost there. They're over nine hundred million views. And you're right, my favorite band has been nominated for Best New Artist. Bless you, what was that? I got like a... Backsplash or whatever? Backsplash. That's disgusting. Your favorite band, and it's funny because my favorite band was nominated for what's a representation of the end of that career. And yours is... Nominated for Best New Artist, Tank and the Bangas. Yes, Which Tank is a representation the of the beginning of an amazing career. And I hope so. I am rooting for it. She's... I mean, let's be realistic. Lizzo is nominated in that category. And it's all about quantity and not quality. Sometimes in music. And one thing that... Simon Cowell said about American Idol, I know I'm I'm trying to link this, is that people are always looking for the American Idol, I-D-L-E, not I-D-O-L-E, I-D-O-L. So it's always like, we always want that what's new, that new current hot shit that's out now, and we forget about the these amazing lyrical artists who puts out music that just speaks to to your soul and it's not like i'm waking up i'm going to the club and i'm gonna find myself a boyfriend and then the second album is 
you left me for another girl. So I'm going to go to the club with my girlfriends. And it's just like that same... Are those actual Lizzo lyrics? No, but it's like... <laughs> it's in that same field. And it's like, I guess, you know... Lizzo's Lizzo's probably at the top of the field. I would be thrilled and take the mangas. I would be floored. But I was floored that they were nominated. I, you know, I wasn't expecting either of those nominations. Not at all. Not at all. And yeah. Tank of the Bangas is such a... An underground They're fantastic. band. We, mm-hmm. uh, in, I, I think the Grammys try to try to nominate people like that because Anderson Pac, nobody really knew him as that well. Like he was opening for Florence and the Machine the yeah. year that he was nominated for Best New Artist. You yeah, know? he wasn't headlining his own shit. Correct. So you have these 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 people that are doing amazing and are headlining and and then you have like. Bands that haven't exactly broken out, like people, like the cool people know them. You know, you and I are the cool people. Yeah, super um, cool. But they, I think it's amazing, and I don't, I don't expect uh, the Cranberries to win either. Um, just like I said, to say that my my favorite band is a Grammy nominated band, you know. I have that now, and yeah. I'm I'm grateful for that. If if you haven't listened to their album, my God, uh, listen to it, please. Uh, it wasn't meant. Obviously, when it was recorded, it wasn't meant to be a final album. But there's finality in it because she wrote it as like a finality to, to her her marriage. You know, it was a breakup album. So you get songs like called in the in like in the end or all over now and she's not talking obviously about hey i'm gonna die you know in a couple of months she's talking about the end of her marriage and it's a heartbreaking gorgeous album especially knowing that she's passed away listening to it and we will do a, a grammy uh podcast episode not as extensive as we do with the emmys i think we did we went overboard with them i don't think we went enough (laughs) overboard i mean your voice impression with that whoa (laughs) according to the association (laughs) classic uh but we'll keep keep you posted do you want to play six degrees Oh my god, do I? Let's do it. I want to give you Tim Allen and Patricia, 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 Patricia Arquette. Sorry, it's like when you know like bilingual or trilingual people or people who know uh, several languages would know that you have trouble with pronunciation and enunciation because sometimes you read something in English but you pronounce it in Spanish or vice versa. We should do an entire podcast where you're just signing. That is a really bad insult. <laughs> no, like it, it would be like a, a video. Like it would have to be on YouTube. Oh, you know? okay. I'm like, how would you do that in the mic? That would be very rude. Stay tuned for a review on such and such movie in in sign language on a podcast. Uh, Okay. Uh, Who'd you say? Patricia Arquette and who? Tim Allen and Patricia Arquette. Uh, So Tim, I'm not, I'm not, uh, okay. Tim Allen and Patricia Arquette. Tim Allen, Patricia Richardson. You want to switch it up? 
No, Patricia. Patricia was in. Uh, was in. Um... All right, Tim Allen did the Santa Claus movies, uh, part two and three, included the amazing Elizabeth Mitchell as the Mrs. Claus, uh, Juliet from Lost. Did Did you ever watch Lost? Uh halfway. How far did you get? I don't remember. It's all a blur to me. We have to finish it. We have to, like, it's one of those things you have to watch before you die. Okay. And, like, another note, uh, I think one of her first movies, she had a very uh, graphic lesbian sex scene with Angelina Jolie in the movie Gia. Ooh. Um, not that graphic, but, you know, graph, you know. Was it Black soft, Swan? Softcore graphic. Was it, like, Black Swan? Uh, I don't remember Black Swan being very graphic. I mean, it was like there were there was like kissing and stuff. Mila Kunis ate her pussy out. Y- well, yeah, but I mean, you didn't see either their breasts or anything like that. They weren't like licking each other each other's nipples. No, but she was. Th- this got rated was... R pretty fast. Let's move on. Okay. So, oh my yeah. God, <laughs> Elizabeth Mitchell is am- she's amazing. amazing. Oh my and... God, classic. And. <laughs> I was trying to quickly. I wasn't like too thrilled when they, because the lost cast was so huge already. So I wasn't thrilled when they kept bringing in new characters. But she's one of the ones that I love so much. Uh, of course, she was in Lost with with uh, Matthew Fox. Okay, this uh, the, this connection isn't like the best connection, but it's a connection. Matthew Fox was in Party of Five, of course, with Nev Campbell. And Nev Campbell, I I wasn't a fan of Medium. My mom used to watch Medium, and of course because Patricia Arquette is you know with Nicolas Cage, one of my least favorite actors ever. Uh, but I had to watch at least this episode because I love Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell did guest star on Medium. Awesome. And our fact of the week is that another Angelina Jolie esque tie in. Since we've been mentioning her yeah, a lot. It's, it's been this, an Angelina Jolie heavy episode. Uh, Interesting. In the, in the movie Girl Interrupted, a lot of the movies was shot in an actual mental institute that was still being used while they were filming. Oh my god, that's creepy as hell. And that's the fact of the week, and you can do whatever you want with it because it's not mine. It belongs to the voices in Angelina Jolie's head. Being Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And that music means that we are at the end of our show. We had so much fun giving you guys the rundown on these topics. We want to wish you a happy and fun Thanksgiving. Eat as much as you can. We want to always provide you, the listeners, with awesome episodes and funny content. Yeah, if you don't hear from us next week, it's because we're in a couple of uh, food comas. <laughs> I, that's my that's my plan, but you'll probably hear from us. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast via any major audio streaming service like Spotify or iTunes. You can also follow us on Instagram at PressPlayAR or email us at GoPressPlay2 at gmail.com. That's GoPressPlay, the number two, at gmail.com. Cool. We'll kick it with you next week here at Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, and I'm Riz. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.